Okay, good afternoon, everybody. Today is, is today Sunday? Yeah, today's Sunday, Sunday uh, February 14th, 2021. Uh, you might be saying, oh, usually, you know, I do this in the morning. The reason why I wanted to do it today was because, uh, at this time in the afternoon, was because um, I know that you guys tend to generally like the the main episodes more, so um, the traditional, the regular ones. So I thought I'd put that out first, put a little more time into that, a little more research. And uh, on top of that, I mean, normally I get up around like 5, 5.30 in the morning to give you guys the, the news in case, you know, you're driving into work or whatever. And I figured because it's a Sunday, might as well space it out a little more, just try it out and see. If this method doesn't work, uh, I'll go back to doing the mornings still on Sundays. But like Monday to Thursday, it'll still be uh, very early in the morning the news update so don't worry about that now let us uh, jump right into it so let's see what uh, what we got first here sorry just gotta adjust that all right so first off uh, three people died in a 70 vehicle wreck in fort worth in texas it's unfortunate i normally don't report on like traffic accidents and stuff like that but like a 70 vehicle collision if not more like jesus that that's a lot that's insane that that takes a lot of damage to really create that type of collision and all that the next thing is that five people associated with the Proud Boys have been arrested on conspiracy charges. Look, the the thing with the Proud Boys is that it's a very delicate issue. And I don't mean delicate like we can offend people if we talk about it. What I'm saying is that it depends on what each individual goal within the Proud Boys is. And we have to look at the patterns. If there is, assuming we believe the FBI, if there is a pattern of constant reoccurring, you know, drug dealing, gambling operations... They'll look for any reason, just like, you know, they do with the biker gangs and stuff. They'll look for any reason to to make this a criminal organization. I'm not defending the Proud Boys, but I do want to say, just like with everything else, there's certain elements within everything in life that are good and certain elements that are bad. So we got to be consistent. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to defend the Proud Boys. I'm not trying to say they're innocent at all. But again, we have to look at this neutrally and be consistent, right? Um, like, for example, if we look at, uh, let's say, the Hells Angels, we know that governments all around the world uh, are trying... Within their own uh, respective countries to make the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club a criminal gang uh, or a criminal organization. In some countries they are, in other countries they aren't. And I say that because it really depends on the individual. Some people can be part of a group and not be involved in any illegal activity. However, at the end of the day, the question then becomes, is the group so bad that just by you know being associated, you're going to get screwed? Right. So that, that's what it comes down to. The next thing is that China banned the BBC from being allowed to broadcast in their country with no explanation. I mean, look, maybe they're unhappy on the BBC reporting on the Muslim Uyghurs. I, I, again, I apologize if I butchered that uh, with being slaughtered and, you know, the, the organs being harvested, as the New York Times has reported. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Um, again, China's not new to this. They, they got no, from what I understand, they don't have Google in China. They have their own versions of it. They don't have Facebook in China and things like that. Because again, the CCP, not the Chinese people, but the CCP, they really want to have control. And look, I, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, nor is it a good thing. That's not for me to decide. I will tell you, as I always do in the morning episodes and the news episodes, when I'm going to step in with my opinion and then when I'm just trying to report neutrally. I guess it depends on the people, what they think, if they even have a choice, if the CCP really controls things and the tradition. I mean, China is very deep seated in a multi thousand year uh, traditional way of doing things. Not to say that what the CCP is doing is what is what, you know, every Chinese person in China would want. But it's interesting to see. So when we see the BBC get banned, we have to think, is this a political play? Did they not like a story the BBC put out? Right. We have to look at all these angles. The next thing 
The next thing is that Elon Musk told Joe Rogan he wants the new Roadster to hover, and he said, uh, which is pretty cool, uh, which is not necessarily like that hard to do if we use, you know, well, I mean, I might be jumping the gun here, but you know, magneto leviton technology and things like that. But that num- that might not be commercially available, or might be way too expensive at the current time. But anyways, he also said he spends zero time thinking about aliens, and uh, he also publicly asked Putin to have a discussion with him on the on Clubhouse. I think that's a streaming thing. I don't know exactly, but um, let me address that one at a time. A lot of people reached out to me last few days saying, you know, Dave, what did you think about the thing with a- Elon saying there's no aliens and all that. For those of you who don't know why I've been asked that, just check out my afternoon episodes and you'll see why. Um, I think that he stirs the pot. Uh, A relative actually pointed this out to me yesterday and he made a good point. My uncle did. He said, you know, remember, Elon likes to stir the pot. Um, At the same time, he said he's seen no evidence of it. I don't know if he's trolling. I mean, Elon does like to troll. But at the same time, he seemed quite serious um, in in the Joe Rogan interview. Uh, But... The guy's entitled to an opinion. I mean, I'm disappointed. If he's saying it seriously, then I'm honestly disappointed. I mean, I'm not saying you got to believe in aliens, but at the same time, just take a look at the evidence. When the CIA director, former CIA director John Brennan, John Podesta, you name it, it doesn't matter politically what you think of them. Just when these high level people are saying, look, it's a legit thing. We don't know what's going on with these UFOs. I mean, I think they do know what's going on. But when they say it's a legit thing, it's gone to the point where it's like, okay. Something, maybe some type of revelation, some type of acknowledgement or disclosure is coming slowly but surely. I mean, look, we see the news reports all of a sudden of scientists discovering habits that inhabit life, that planets that inhabit life, sorry, and other situations where we see that it's more than likely we'll come in contact with an extraterrestrial civilization in the next 20, 30 years. Clearly, something is occurring here. There's a, a disclosure of sorts. I like to think so, and that's my opinion getting in the way, and I will tell you guys that. Ultimately, if you don't believe in aliens, I respect that just as much, and uh, again, Elon likes to stir the pot, so we'll see. Maybe he's just bullshitting, just trying to, you know, garner attention, not attention, but again, stir the pot. So the next thing is that uh, Britain's Supreme Court found that a group of Nigerian farmers and fishermen can in fact sue the Shell Oil Corporation. Good. Good. I'm happy because these farmers were a bunch of hardworking people who are, you know, nobodies just like I am, just like uh, you are just, you know, the average working person. And maybe nobodies is the wrong word, but you see what I'm trying to say. And they wanted to sue the Shell Corporation for, you know, certain things that were done to them and to their land and things like this. And, you know, it was initially there was an argument made saying they can't do it. And obviously this is, you know, the David and Goliath thing, the, the corporation versus the little guy. A Supreme Court in Britain ruled this, and I have great respect for that because, you know what, it's all about the little guy versus the big guy. And it's so unfortunate that it's gone to that point. But we look at stuff like GameStop or we, we look at stuff like... Uh, I mean, yeah, GameStop in this case, for example, would be a bunch of people going again, coming together and forming more of a powerhouse than the elites. And the reason for the elites being the corporations, the hedge fund guys, all that bullshit. And the reason for that is because they want to keep us confused. And you say they, oh, you might say, okay, Dave, who's they? Without getting too conspiratorial, the ones at the top, the CEOs, the corporations, the ones that actually profit off of division instead of unity. It's very simple. Right. So I'm very happy to see that this ruling came to be. Uh, Now, let's take a look here as well. Let's see. So uh, White House press secretary, uh, the deputy White House press secretary uh, did actually um, was suspended for a week 
for threatening a political reporter who wanted to look into that the deputy press secretary's relationship with an Axios reporter. The political reporter was just following a story. It's not like he was doing it. She was doing anything illegal. And then when she started looking into it, and the deputy press secretary, who's Jen Psaki's or Jen Psaki's assistant, he's called her up and said, "I and I quote, I will destroy you." So hold on, we got to be consistent here. If we're gonna give the far right shit for or you know center right for saying these things we also have to at the same time be consistent here too now when this first came out in my opinion this is where i'll bring my opinion in biden should have fired him on the spot no because he said he has no tolerance for that for workplace harassment of any kind especially towards women and that's fine so then let him go i waited i was patient and it turns out they fired him he's or, or he's resigning i guess i mean you know it looks better if you resign instead of you're fired but we all know what really happened there so you know what i'm gonna be totally honest with you guys Got to give kudos to, to, to Biden or whoever made the call. Simple. He made a mistake. He threatened a reporter. I don't know how because when you say I'm going to destroy you, that could mean politically. That could mean journalistically. That could mean in the public eye. That could even mean physically. Who the hell knows? It's so open for interpretation, right? I mean, common sense would say politically, but at the same time, it's such a crazy world these days. We don't, we don't know. Who knows? So good. He's gone get him out of there if it was up to me i know fine it took two three days for him to quote unquote resign if it was up to me as once i got if i'm biden once i got all the facts in front of me okay he's gone sorry man you gotta go screw off that's it done right now you might say dave it's not as easy as that it's a little more complicated i get it it's politics that's just the way it goes maybe he's related to someone who's doing you a favor or whatever don't care this looks bad publicly get out done right the next thing is that uh, Maryland has become the first state in the U.S. to put a tax on digital advertising, which could eventually become a federal thing. I mean, sure. I mean, here's the thing. The Internet was always supposed to be this thing of freedom, and I get it. They got to have their hands in it so they can curate it and control it as much as they can which is why a lot of people I, that I know, at least, are, are heading towards the dark web uh, rather than the front end of the Internet. But don't kid yourself. The front end of the Internet will always be the, as always like the government, the front end of the government, the front end of the Internet. Right. You know, um, so I, I guess I mean, that's, if people are OK paying the tax, I guess. I mean, I don't know if anyone really has a say if people don't like it. I guess they'll, they'll do that. You know, they can do online petitions or they can actually petition in person or protest in person if they really don't like it. The way I see it is that if the people of Maryland really don't like it, they will make their voices heard and there will be revision or it will be taken down completely. It's interesting, though, because Maryland has kind of started this initiative that states all across the U.S. have been planning to do for a while now, obviously, to generate more income for the state. It's just no one to put it in plain English, no state based on my research, has really had the balls to do it yet. So, Or, I mean, there's regulatory issues too, but you know what I mean. So, The next thing is that Biden plans to have Guantanamo Bay closed by the time he ends his turn, term. There's about 40 prisoners there. <sighs> Obama said the same thing, and we'll see what happens. I honestly, like, I don't know what the big deal is. Again, apparently it's uh, immoral or something like this, and the U.S., it's not officially part of the U.S., but they still, the U.S. is still controlling it militarily, so technically it is. I mean, we could classify that as imperialism if the history is correct based on what I know of Guantanamo Bay, of Gitmo, as they call it. Whatever. I, I, honestly, I, I'm totally, and maybe you guys will disagree with me on this, and maybe you... Uh, respectfully you might be able to change my mind if there's something i'm missing here i got no problem with it staying open if you gotta have a place for extremely heinous terrible criminals if it's not the hague uh in europe if i'm not mistaken it should be guantanamo you gotta get them isolated because these are bad pe these are mostly i'd imagine terrorists you know uh like really bad people 
like right up there with the child molesters and all that stuff, right? So again, we'll we'll see what we'll see what happens because maybe he um he won't be able to like again. I don't think it's the biggest issue, but it's all over the news. So anyways, the next thing is that uh, Biden, this is, I promise this is the last thing on Biden. Biden is calling for gun law reform after he's seen some, you know, instances of like shootings and all that. And in the past, I, nothing ends up happening. So don't call for it. If nothing's going to happen, if the Republicans are not going to do it, let's be realistic get on and move on with something that might actually work and get through, you know, a piece of legislation or something that might actually help more. I'm not saying, you know, banning guns or assault guns doesn't help. I'm just saying it's not going to happen, at least based on the reality of things. The Republicans won't let it happen. They make way too much money from pro-gun activists and, you know, groups like the NRA and stuff. So I I don't see anything happening there. He can call for stuff all he wants. So, but I mean, Jesus Christ can come down and call for Medicare for all, but if it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? So, and that's no disrespect to Jesus Christ. I'm just saying. Anyways, uh, the next thing is that vitamin D has been found to dramatically reduce mortality for people with COVID and even for people who are on ICUs. Ah, interesting. And I say that because for many months, people were saying, Individual, independent doctors were saying vitamin D actually helps a lot. And then the WHO, the CDC were saying, yeah, of course it does because, you know, it's good for you and all that. But they never really showed how significant it really was. And a lot of people on Instagram were being censored and Facebook were being censored for saying vitamin D really helps. Not Maybe they said it wrong by saying cure COVID, assuming COVID's legit. Right? I got to say that for YouTube, as I always say. But um, I guess it, it comes down to the way in which they worded it. But even then, that's just the, the, the big social media elites trying to get censor people on a technicality. That's a, that's the way that I see it very simply. Right. So the next thing is that new journalists uh, now, according to multiple sources, CNN, New York Times, you name it. I mean, you look at um, I think your name's Barry Weiss. Yeah. Who, who resigned from The New York Times because she said that Twitter has essentially become the um, editor in chief. For New York, for the New York Times, makes sense. There's more and more reports now coming out that a lot of journalists at you know CNN, MSNBC, and all that. And Bill Maher brought this up too. And again, I'm not a big fan of what a lot of Bill Maher says. With that being said, when he calls stuff out, let's call a spade a spade, right? He said that a lot of these journalists, while they're interviewing people on TV, then check Twitter during the commercial break in real time to see if their audience likes what they're saying and if they don't then they'll slowly shift the conversation and it's kind of like oh okay you know what i mean it's like what the hell all right whatever but anyways so we'll see what uh we'll see what goes on there i mean i I don't like to say we'll see what happens because that kind of just leaves things open for whatever but again i'm just here to report it i'm not here to, to to control what happens if i could i would i would change a lot of things for the better but anyways the next thing is that Mexico is getting their AstraZeneca vaccine shipments from India instead of the U.S. Why? I don't know. Maybe I honestly don't know. I didn't take the time to look into it. I don't think it's worth looking into that much of it. Again, there's always going to be these things, you know, trade issues and, you know, especially now with the with the vaccine. They're just going to grab it from whoever has the most stock. Why India? Not sure. Maybe they made a better deal. They offered a, India offered them a better deal. Who knows? Right. Because I believe the um Mexico, Canada, US MCA. I I think that's the thing. The US MCA, US Mexico, Canada arrangement or agreement, the new version of NAFTA essentially, which is much better than NAFTA. Both sides have agreed on that. Maybe it wasn't as good as the deal India was offering. Who knows? Who knows, right? 
The next thing is that, let's take a look here. New Zealand orders ordered the largest city uh, by the name of Auckland into a snap lockdown. From my understanding, New Zealand doesn't have, like, I think they have, like, two cases, assuming you believe that. Um, and, and look, we got to question everything. Let's be honest here, right? So we'll see what happens there. I mean, I, I apparently they've been doing very good with the shutdowns and stuff like that. So, I mean, define very good. You know what I mean? With respects to people not being able to work and kids mental, very sadly killing themselves with all this mental depression and all that stuff with all the increase of drug use because everyone's home more often now. So I, I don't know if I agree with that, but Look, it's we're not in New Zealand now. We're in the West. Or maybe some of you watching, you're in India, you're in Asia, when Africa, you name Europe. Um, so yeah, if some of you are from New Zealand and you're watching this or listening to this, comment on YouTube and and let us know what you think about that uh, about Auckland going into a snap lockdown. The next thing or the final thing is that China refused, and this came out today according to Al Jazeera, who I would dare to say is right up there with BBC as very respected mainstream media global reporting. And again, I say mainstream media MSM very carefully, but refused to give raw COVID data to the WHO team. Huh. So first we got the vitamin D thing, and then we got the the uh, China refusing to give the raw data to the WHO. And it took them almost a year to get the scientists into the Wuhan lab from the WHO. What a joke. I mean, we have defectors from China essentially saying that a lot of the WHO's influence comes from China, even though the U.S. gives way more. And look, maybe Trump was right, maybe Trump was wrong. I, I know people will just keep pointing back to what the events of the 6th. Okay, but when let's take that and put that aside for a second. When Trump said about a year and a half ago or about a year ago that they put in uh, that China puts in way less money than the United States and the WHO favors China, I mean, look, that can be argued, I get it. But in a lot of ways, I would dare to say, and this is my opinion, he's not wrong. I mean, there's a lot of things that he said that the media like to shit shit on him for, part of my English. But he was correct about a lot of things. And a lot of it was just because, and I'm not trying to defend Trump, I'm just saying, before the 6th, a lot of it was because he was going against the establishment. A lot of it was also very questionable. And that's not for me to say. But you see what I'm trying to get at here, right? So it's interesting, man. I mean, it's interesting. So... We'll see how things play out over the course of this coming week if we get new information on some of these reports uh, that I just reported. And uh, I hope you guys have a great, great Sunday afternoon and evening, depending when you're watching this. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow morning for the news and then the usual afternoon episode. So cheers. Thank you.